You're now listening to the Lawn Care Evolution Podcast. We focus on product reviews, special guest interviews, family, and best business practices. Evolving the lawn care industry one episode at a time. Now, here's your host, TJ Cheslick. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Lawn Care Evolution Podcast. My name is TJ Cheslick. I'll be your host. I am the owner-operator of Cheslick Lawn Care out of Essexville, Michigan. I've been in business for, this is my second season now, going on my third season, but my second full season. We started the business in 2020 uh, in the middle of the pandemic, so we had kind of a slow start because everything was backed up for licensing and and uh, getting plates and stuff on the, the trailer and the truck and stuff. So, um, like I said, the second first or second full season, um, we operate the business out of Essexville, Michigan, but I have uh, about five to ten years of experience um, in lawn care as I've been doing it for like most of us have since um, I was little. <clears throat> So it's going to be a pretty short podcast, just want to introduce myself, talk about what we're going to be doing on the podcast weekly, and then also have a special guest on the podcast episode uh, today. His name's Thomas, and he's really excited uh, to talk on the podcast today, so let's hear from him. So what's your name? Thomas. Your name's Thomas, and how old are you, Thomas? Four. You're four? When's your birthday? May 30th. May 30th. May 30th? Yeah. And who's your favorite YouTuber? It's Brian. Yeah, why do you like his videos? Because he does the lawns and all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, yeah? So you like watching him mow the lawns? Yeah. Do you like watching him snowplow? Yep. Yeah? Yep. What's your favorite thing that he does? Uh, I like him to do a bunch of favorite things, like it's... Get all the snow out of the way and do the lawns and all kinds of cool stuff. All kinds of cool stuff? Yeah. Well, are you excited to be on the podcast? Yep. Yeah? Yep. Okay, well, I think you have a bedtime, don't you? Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye. So, as you probably guessed, my special guest, Thomas, is actually my four-year-old son, He's a really big supporter of the business and uh, getting my YouTube started and then obviously the podcast. Since I got the equipment and said that I was going to do the podcast, he's been bugging me, um, begging actually to let him talk on the podcast. And of course, I'm going to let him, you know, he's a he's a cool little dude. And like I said, he's super supportive of me. So I had to let him get on here and just say hi to you guys. And obviously he wanted to share with everybody that his favorite YouTuber was Brian. So um I guess that kind of goes full circle. So how I got started was uh, one day I was just looking at YouTube videos on um, the internet and I came across, I don't even think I was looking at lawn care videos. I, um, I It was just a suggestion and Brian's videos, the Spencer's videos and Keith Kalfas's videos showed up and I just started watching and I binged Brian's videos, the Spencer's videos um, and Keith's videos for hours for at least a week. We were laying in bed one night and I said to my wife, you know, I think I want to start a lawn care business. And she was kind of like, oh, great, here we go. Like another one of his uh, harebrained schemes. So um, I told her that I was being serious, you know, and um, started looking at how to get an LLC and all that kind of stuff. And um, next thing you know, I was 
um, getting my LLC back from the state. Um, and then I was, I was on my way to looking for equipment. So I didn't have a trailer. I didn't, I did have a mower, but it was not a zero turn. It was just a ride on. It was like a 42 inch cub cadet mower, um, that I've since sold. Um, but I knew it wasn't going to be super efficient. So, um, my mother-in-law actually happened to be selling her house at the time. She had a lot of property up North here in Michigan and she was going to be leaving the zero turn, the Toro time cutter. It was an older one that she had with the property when she was selling it because she couldn't get it to run and she had done some repairs to it and still couldn't get it to run. Well, I happened to know a family friend, um, that works on small engines and specifically tractors and, um, golf carts. So I told her, I said, if you're just going to leave the mower there, um, for the next people that buy the house, can I have the mower, um, to start my business? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. So I went and picked it up, um, took me and another guy to load it onto the, the enclosed trailer that I ended up buying. Um, I bought it from USA Trailers in Grayling, uh, was where I bought it, where was the USA Trailers location that I went to. So got the trailer from there and brought it home, went up north to Standish to get the, the mower. And it, like I said, um, the Toro time cutter, even when you disengage the hydros, it's still super hard to push. We had to push it up a ramp into an enclosed trailer. So it took me and another guy to get it loaded in the trailer and then, uh, we took it all the way out to Merrill from there to drop it off at the friend that I knew to get it fixed. So I got a mo a zero turn mower uh, for free. That took it, got repairs done on it. It took about hundred and fifty dollars, I think, between um, materials and and labor. There was a issue with the actuator that because on the the older Toro time cutters, it's all it's all electronic really. It's not not true hydros, and there's safety features in the the arms. So like when the arms are out, it disengages, um, so that it like, doesn't move. It's like a brake system. It doesn't have an actual brake, like the X marks and the skags and stuff do. Um, and that was bad on it. So it wasn't engaging the brake. So it wouldn't start. So he had to replace that. It was a pretty simple fix, uh, for him. He had it done in like a week for me. And then, um, you know, I was off to mowing and stuff. And to be completely honest, all the lawn care that I had done, I'd never done it with a zero turn. So I was completely brand new to a zero turn and when I picked up the mower to load it uh from the friend who fixed it for me uh, he said he was a little bit nervous <laughs> watching me uh try to load the zero turn on the the trailer because I was so like back and forth with it um but you know obviously all of you know that it, it, it's very simple to you know learn how to use a zero turn I guess um and the more I used it the the easier it all got so um, with 150 bucks, the cost of the trailer, um, and then a, a cheap truck that I bought, um, I was, you know, on my way to getting my business started. And then uh, we went to work passing out flyers. So I spent a couple hundred dollars right off the bat to get, I don't know, 250 to 350, um, door hangers made by a local print shop here in Bay City. And they, like I said, it was $250 for like 300 of them. So it was relatively expensive. Um, but it was me, my wife, uh, my kids, and then my brother-in-law and my sister all went out into some select subdivisions in Bay City and Essexville and just started um, hanging um, door hangers everywhere. And 
we actually didn't hang in Essexville because they have a very, very like strict, no, like you have to have a license to solicit and the license to solicit is crazy expensive. And just starting out, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money right off the bat to get a, um, license to solicit. So we ended up getting a license to solicit in a neighboring township and because it was much cheaper cheaper and it lasted the whole month um so we went to work hang, handing out flyers there and we hung um almost the full amount that i had um on doors um we were out for several hours and then i sent some out uh direct mail i was just going on google google maps and like finding i would type in my address and then it would like show a bunch of addresses around me so like i did that and then I'd pick somebody else's address that I had just gotten and then it showed a bunch of addresses around them. And so very time consuming process, but I wasn't really familiar with direct mailing or, um, any of those services that are offered that I know about now. So, you know, I was doing the best with what the knowledge that I had. And the first year was very slow. Um, only had like a couple of like here and there customers. There was like, I had one for sure weekly customer, um, that I had the entire time that I was doing. And then I had a couple of customers that were just like one-off, um, customers. And then this past year, um, obviously it's easy to grow from one customer. So we had, we ended the season with, um, 17 weekly mows. Uh, we have currently, we have 13 snow removal, um, contracts lined up and the phone is ringing off the hook all the time. I get, um, at least two calls a day, uh, for people looking for snow removal. So, um, that's definitely going to grow this year. And then we are going to, you know, do a lot more to market and reach people for weekly lawn mowing this season. So that's kind of what I want to talk about too, was things that we did this year that, um, made us more profitable. So we implemented QuickBooks to help keep track of our expenses and our income. We paid for the premium version of Yardbooks, which <clears throat> is not, you get a lot with the free version of Yardbooks. Um, you, you actually get a ton with the free version of Yardbooks, but there was a couple of features that I really wanted. And one of them was to be able to send bulk messages to your clients. So I paid extra to be able to, to use that feature. Um, and it's been great. Uh, you can send bulk text messages to the phones that you have on file or to the email. So that's been great. Um, and then we went to card on file. So all of the the customers that I signed up this year, with the exception of one, have all been card on file customers. Um, so that was fantastic. And then this, the end of this season, we bought a new mower. So we, we got rid of the Toro time cutter because let's face it, it was old and it was not meant to mow you know 17 times a week so so we got the new mower uh we ended up getting a new truck so the truck that i use for the business is also the truck that we use for our family my wife and i have to have two cars because of our our um jobs um schooling um and then taking the kids to and from their extracurricular activities so i actually bought a truck for the business that is also um, my personal vehicle, which is why we were able to get a new truck. Um, we bought a 2021 Ram 2500 with the gas motor and it's been great. I haven't, I don't have any complaints about that truck, uh, so far. 
Um, we also bought a new dump trailer to make our leaf removal more efficient this year. Along with that, we bought a new debris loader, uh, which again was phenomenal. Um, we bought the eight inch intake tube one, so it's got the smaller engine on it, but it is a billy goat and it's been great. I don't have any complaints about that other than I do wish that I had the 10 inch at times because as we got into the colder season and the leaves would get frozen, it would clog up a lot easier. And then we put a new Boss XT plow, the nine foot two inch on the truck. And we also bought a new Boss salt spreader um, for the truck as well. So we have some decent sized goals uh, going into 2022 that I'm hoping all of you can help keep us accountable for, make sure that we're reaching those goals. But we wanna be 75 to 100% debt free by the end of the year, the business. And then we also want to see 50 to 73% financial growth, not just customers, um, just revenue wise. So gross profits. Um, obviously, I want to get the podcast up and running. So we're, we got the first step here for that. I want to start doing more with YouTube. I have recorded a few videos, um, just haven't edited them, but I want to get that up and going. And then hopefully further down in the, the podcast, um, especially if it's something that you guys um, enjoy hearing about and want to hear more about. I am in the process of getting my real estate license and hope that I can get my first investment property, Um, but that'll be further into 2022. And then I just wanted to touch briefly on what you'll hear uh, going into episode two of the podcast. I want to talk about how you can start a lawn care business um, using like the steps that I did how to get an LLC, why that's important, the insurance, commercial auto, general liability, and the snow operations, which was a whole new uh, ballgame for me. I had no idea that there was commercial auto insurance, that there was what general liability insurance was, and that once I got general liability insurance, I automatically assumed that that meant that they were going to cover my snow removal operations, which was not the case. So all that, and then maybe some necessary startup costs to get started. So um, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you want to hear about in the podcast. So I'm going to put contact info in the show notes so you can subscribe or follow the podcast, whatever. I know Spotify doesn't let you subscribe, but I think you can follow and then it's like vice versa on Apple. So, and then we have a Facebook or we have, we do have Facebook. We also have Instagram. We're way more active on Instagram. So our Instagram is at Chesick Lawn Care. And then, like I said, we want to, we want to know what you want to hear for future podcasts so make sure that you send us dms on instagram or reach out to us uh, via email i all of that will be in the the show notes i know this is a pretty quick podcast i just wanted to do kind of an intro podcast to let everybody know who we are and what we're about and um you know kick the show off so um thanks everyone for listening and i'll catch you guys on the next one